Hello, and welcome to Funny Stuff, a comedy podcast about comedy. My name is Griffin, and I'm joined, as always, by my brother, co-host, and partner in Stupidity, Holden. Hello. This week, we are looking at Pete Davidson's special, Alive from New York, which was released on Netflix in 2020. But before we get to that, Holden, what is your current hyperfixation? Fucking Spider-Man. Spider-Man, put in the time. Fuck, put in the time. Fuck. <laughs> uh, my current hyperfixation is, is Spider-Man. Um... I, of course, recently saw the new Spider-Man movie. It was fucking phenomenal. It is amazing. Um, and then after that, because I really like Spider-Man, I started playing the PS4 game, and then I played the Miles Morales PS4 game. Um, and I was just having a really good time playing that stuff. Um I like Spider Punk. I think he's. Re- I really like that he's in the movie. I really like the way that he is. And he's played by movie. Daniel Kaluuya. He's da- played by Daniel Kaluuya, who is awesome. If you don't know who that is, if you saw Get Out, he is the main character in Get Out, whose name escapes me currently. I want to say it's Daniel. S- I could be super wrong. Maybe though. David. I don't know, but you should watch Get Out anyway. Yeah. And Nope, he's in that. He's fucking. Oh yeah, he's also nope in too. Nope. Yeah. And he's actually in the MCU. Yeah, uh, I can't remember his character's name. I don't know his character's name either. But I don't give enough of a shit about the M- the MCU, but he's he was in barely Black Panther. in it. He's barely in it because of what he does in Black Panther. His character is imprisoned because he's a traitor. Uh, kind of. Anyway, it's funny that you are hyperfixating on Spider-Man specifically because I, today, decided that, you know what? I'm going to go to the library and get comic books. And you got Spider-Man comics? Not yet, but I'm gonna. Oh, okay. I'm going after we record. Nice. Um, I, but I'm definitely getting Spider-Man comics because I also fucking love Spider-Man. He's one of my favorites. Yeah, I love Spider-Man. Um, I recently, so I have a, a denim vest that I've been I've been trying to figure out what I want to do with for a while, and I finally decided as to what I'm gonna paint on the back. And it's simple. I'm just gonna paint the Spider-Punk logo on the back. Fuck yeah! And then I want to do. Um, if I can find the right color paint, I want to do like purple, blue, and pink uh, spots that kind of look like the glitching in um, oh, in Spider Verse, just like around it. I'll probably dip dye it to make it darker as well. But this welcome to fashion stuff, where I talk <laughs> about what I'm going to do with with one of my custom pieces. So, did you? This is the last thing I'll say before we move on to. Uh, context okay but did you do you know how spider-man and mary jane ended their relationship in the comics at first no i think they might be back together now but i'm not sure they sold their marriage to the devil (laughs) to save aunt may's life (laughs) the storyline is called one more day that's really funny. and it's really bad that's really funny how stupid that is it's really bad Last Spider-Man thing, um, which is a two-parter. So there's the character Black Cat, yes, who is canonically thick as shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mary <laughs> Jane, sorry, it just hit me what you fucking said. Well, Mary Jane is also canonically thick as shit because there is a comic where Mary Jane dresses up as Black Cat at one point, and um, Black Cat says to Mary Jane, "I'm." I'm surprised that you were able to fit into my costume with your dump truck ass. That's not it's, real. I'm 
swear to fucking Christ, the person who wrote that comic actually said, like, tweeted on Twitter, I fucking love my life because I get to say the words dump truck ass in a Marvel comic and it's fucking canon. That, I, I need to see this because this is the funniest thing I've fucking ever heard. In the same comic, welcome to Spider-Man stuff, by the way, in the <laughs> same comic, uh, Peter is, Peter Parker's in the hospital um, and he wakes up and he sees Black Cat in her Black Cat uniform and Mary Jane there. Mm-hmm. And he says he says something along the lines of like, I've had this dream before, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to know, I need to know this now. Hold on. I'm just gonna Yeah, no, it's real. I I, I don't know if it's real, but I, I found it. It it's fucking real. It's very funny. Anyway, how about some context? How about some context? So, Peter Michael Davidson is an American comedian, actor, and writer. He was born in 93. He is only three years older than I am. Yeah, he said he was in the I know, he was like seven seven years old during 9-11, which is wild. I'm like, holy shit, this dude's basically my age. Yeah. Uh, Davidson started stand-up in 2013 before being hired as a cast member on the NBC Late Night sketch comedy series Saturday Night Live for eight seasons from 2014 to 2022. Uh... Yeah, so this seems to be his only stand-up special that's recorded that I can find, uh, released in 2020. Also, very importantly, he has starred in movies including uh, The King of Staten Island. Which I've heard is good. He was also, he played a small role in The Suicide Squad. It's mm-hmm. really fucking funny. Yeah. Uh, apparently he was in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And most importantly... He was, I can't remember where. Most now. importantly, he plays... Mirage in Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Does he really? He really does. He does. No, I can hear it. I can, like, I've done theater checks for that, and I can hear it. Uh, By the way, I work at a movie theater. (laughs) (laughs) Also, uh, apparently, he made a joke uh, demanding, uh, he made a joke comparing the Catholic Church to R. Kelly. Oh and they God. demanded an. There's just a section. He has a section on his Wikipedia page that says controversies. Mm-hmm. First one says Catholic Church. That's you know. That's uh, pretty funny. You know what? Uh, I'm I, I'm not gonna read the whole thing, but I like that. I'm I'm down with that. That's pretty funny. Uh, and then Dan Crenshaw, uh, he 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 yeah, brings yeah, that up that in thing. this special. Um. Also, he was in the horror movie Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Oh, yeah, he was. I didn't see that. He has the funniest fucking death. <laughs> Spoilers for Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Okay. Um, It's, like, pretty interesting because you don't know who is doing the killing. Mm-hmm. He just, like, the power goes out at this house. Like, people are having a hurricane party, lots of drugs and shit like that. Right. And... They're playing a game called Bodies, 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 which is basically like real life among us. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're looking around when the power is out and they're trying to find him. And he just like falls onto the door and his throat is slit and everyone freaks out. And then it's like, who's the killer? Who's the killer? The end of the movie, it's revealed he accidentally killed himself because <laughs> earlier in the movie, this other dude had a bottle of champagne and a, and a machete and he did what's called sabering, where you hit the top of the champagne bottle off with the machete. Right. And it breaks the glass in like a super cool way. Look up sabering. 
at your own risk. Um, <laughs> and he's trying to do that for a TikTok, and he starts swinging the the machete towards himself, and he misses the bottle, or he goes like straight through the bottle and then hits himself in the neck. So the entire horror movie is just all these people. It has some like decent in there. It's ter- shot terribly. The f- cinematography is awful. <laughs> um, it, I wanted to throw up like five times. But he has a very funny death, like it, because they show the TikTok video because the characters are watching it. Oh, so funny. it's like some TikTok song, and he's standing out in like the rain in like a tie dye sweatshirt and like Birkenstocks and socks, <laughs> and he just accidentally basically cuts his own head off. That's fucking funny. Fucking so stupid. I love it. So, so this wasn't terrible. I I was pleasantly surprised. I overall, I pretty much I liked it. It was um, fun. Yeah, it, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say like, I had some good big laughs. Yeah, for sure. I wouldn't say it was anything like groundbreaking. What I will say is, it's only like fifty minutes. Yeah, and that it felt like a fucking cool thirty. Yeah, like it is a nice light watch if you want something less than an hour, and you know that you can walk away from at like any time and just make you feel a little goofy. This is perfect for you. He actually has a joke about that. Yeah. Which, which might yeah. be my favorite bit. So really? we'll get to that. Okay, later. We'll get to it later. Um, yeah, I thought that this was overall pretty good. Mm-hmm. I was pleasantly surprised cause I hadn't heard good things about Pete Davidson as a comedian. Yeah, I feel like I've heard I I heard that he had like a whole controversy where people were like talking about how he was super homophobic. And, and he might have been. I mean I feel like it was around the time that this special came out. But I don't really remember. I'm not saying he if isn't. He, I'm not he, saying he couldn't have been. He, I'm just saying he talks I don't really about know. like girls having gay friends, which I just don't think it was a particularly strong bit. Yeah, there was some there was a twinge of homophobia in there, but yeah. like also what he is like his complaints that he's bringing up at points I think are like completely valid and like they're understandable complaints, but like he's doing it in this in the form of a, of jokes and shit too. So like I don't want to really read too deep into it. Yeah, it was. It also just wasn't particularly strong comedy. Yeah, Pete Davidson is interesting because, like, we we've talked about like uh, before on this show about like how tight some comedy is. Uh huh. Like, you know, Bo Burnham's comedy is planned to the gesture. Planned to the gesture. It is the tightest thing in the world. Um, Pete Davidson is like the very opposite end of that. Mm-hmm. For better or for worse, because there are times where it's like he seems to ramble too much. And I think it's because he is like he's very visually like visibly rather um, anxious when he's when he's performing. I also think he's very visibly fucking high. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he talks about how he's he, always on mushrooms or he's <laughs> always smoking weed. He says like and uh. A lot. A lot. Yeah. More than any... More than stand- us. More than us. <laughs> and more than any stand-up I've ever heard say like and uh in a special. Like, uh... uh yeah, he seems to, like, trail off a lot. It seems very, like, unrehearsed, if that makes sense. But he- also, like... I don't know. I feel like he didn't miss any of the points he wanted to hit. Here's what I think. Okay. I think Pete Davidson is pretty funny. Mm-hmm. I think he's a terrible public speaker. Yeah, that would de- I would definitely think that sounds true. I think I don't 
because he's really bad on SNL as well. Like, yeah, he he does he's not like, a good, I don't think he's a very good performer. He well, he breaks for on it for he comedy. Bra- he, he, he he famously breaks. breaks yeah. With, uh, well, he 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 has like said in interviews, like he's like, I don't know why they keep putting me in in skits because I always break, and yeah. I think they know that now. Like Career Day, which is one of the best, if not the best, yeah. SNL bit ever. The career Day with Adam Driver, because there are a couple of Career Days. One of them is with J.K. Simmons, which, as much as I love J.K. Simmons, it's not as good as the Adam Driver one. Well, the Adam Driver one. The Adam Driver one is fucking amazing. Um, Adam Driver comes in playing Pete Davidson's dad, and immediately Pete Davidson, like, you can see, like, he's trying so hard to keep himself from smiling. But because he wants to have such like a big stupid grin, he's just smiling super hard without his teeth showing. Like that's the best he can do, and he's like struggling to get through lines and shit. It's it's so funny watching him break, and I, I he's very he's funny in perf- interviews. I shouldn't say he's not a good performer because, like, you, yeah, you said he's funny in interviews, and I'm sure he does a good job in like not SNL, like not live TV where they right. can edit around his performance, right? But I just I don't think he's a very good public speaker, and I don't mm-hmm. think he's a bad comedian. I just think that's, and maybe maybe it was because this is recorded, and he's used to being able to be a little more fast and loose. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not terrible. He's not the worst performer ever, but I think that's something that could stand to be improved. Very, yeah. very rarely do I have a criticism. That is as direct as this, as opposed to like it wasn't funny or this is why it isn't funny. Uh-huh. It's 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 an interesting thing to critique. Yeah, it it feels very much like um, almost like amateurish at the same time. A like, little bit, yeah. The way he performs, rather than what like the way he writes jokes, I think is very clearly like he's had some years of experience. But the way he tells jokes, it's like because. I feel like he he started stand up very young. I think he was like like 18, 19, 18, 19 yeah, did, 18, 19 started, when yeah. he started, which like mad respect because that's that's it's bold. Um, but you know, people like you know who are really good at telling jokes, like your Burt Kreischer's. Mm-hmm. He's been doing comedy for a while, and he was like doing like as many shows as he could for the early part of his career where I feel like Pete Davidson probably wasn't really doing that. And then he got a job at SNL and I feel like he was maybe one of those people that like got a job at SNL and then kind of stopped doing stand up, Mm -hmm. and then didn't really do a whole lot of public speaking Mm -hmm. and is just bad at public speaking, which public speaking is fucking hard. Public speaking. uh, Yeah. And and do not uh, like, do not misunderstand me. I'm not saying that public speaking is not hard. I am an actor and a good reason, a good portion of the reason that a lot of people don't act is because they don't like getting up in front of people. I get it. It's kind of scary. Oh yeah. Um, I get ner- I get nervous on stage. I get nervous in front of a camera, but uh, learning to get past that, learning to get through that. It's a skill. It's a skill. Yeah. And if it's not honed, though you'd think it'd be honed um, on Saturday Night Live. But again, he's working more from a script there as opposed yeah. to a, a routine, which are and they have different teleprompters things. and shit on that. Show yeah, too. exactly. I, that's like a whole thing. Um, well, I don't know about that kind of vibes. Um, 
one more thing to say before uh, we we take a little ad break. Um, he does dead dad jokes, and yeah. I'm a sucker for dead dad jokes. Dead dad and nine eleven and nine eleven jokes in the uh, two for one. Two for one. That's um, good shit. I saw he did like this show thing with like Kevin Hart, and they were like going around talking and like interviewing people and doing. I don't really know what the whole premise of it was but Mm -hmm. he was going around with kevin hart and they were going to strangers houses and like talking to them (laughs) okay and it's one of my favorite things i've ever seen and it's a joke that i have fully stolen okay um and i use in my day-to-day life because it makes people uncomfortable and it's very very funny um where he's at this person's house and they're looking at family pictures (laughs) and he goes wow you have a dad what's that like And it just fucking gets me every fucking time. And I love doing it to people because they get so wildly uncomfortable. I love dead dad humor so much. It, it, it's it's very funny because I, you know, shortly after our own dad's passing, I, you know, use humor to cope as you do. A lot of people do. Yeah. Uh, and it was it was funny. You know, the, the joke was funny for me, but it was also funny everybody like gritting their teeth taking a breath in no one knew no one knew how to that i think i've it. i think i've said on the show before maybe not but i've definitely said in conversation one of my favorite things in the world about dead dad jokes is like the jokes are funny to me and yeah that's, that's why i'm telling them but I what i like laugh. more is that oh, i don't want anyone to fucking laugh at my dad <laughs> you dad don't joke. want them to laugh i want them to be fucking wildly <laughs> uncomfortable especially i want I want either people to laugh or be wildly uncomfortable. I want nothing in between. I don't want any pity giggles. I don't want anyone to just be like, why'd you make that joke? I want someone to fucking burst out laughing. Yeah, yeah. Or I want someone to be fucking wildly uncomfortable. Yeah. And I always want people who I like who are wildly uncomfortable at first to become one of those people that laugh out loud. I remember the first time one of my friends made a dead dad joke when I was in the room mm-hmm. with me. And it was actually Rub. <laughs> and everybody was so shocked that they made a dead dad joke. They were so worried about it. But I was pissing myself because whatever joke they made, this was like 10 years ago. I don't fully remember it. Uh-huh. I found funny. Yeah. I also remember one time um, Stephanie and a guy we went to high school with were talking about how they had to do shit for Father's Day. And I just put my hands behind <laughs> my head, lean back and go... <sighs> Don't got to worry about that. So uh, with that, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll come back with favorite, least favorite bit. Ads. Here's ads. And then I said, I can believe it's not butter. (laughs) My friend was telling me that he wanted to make a podcast and he can't figure it out. Like he's never heard of Anchor. Anchor is the best way to start a podcast. It's free to use and provides recording and editing tools you can use straight from your smartphone or computer. When you upload to Anchor, they distribute your podcast to many platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And, with no minimum listenership, you can make money on your own podcast. Make your own podcast with a free Anchor app or by going to anchor.fm today. Hi, I'm Milo. I'm an executive producer at Biopunk Media and the producer of Funny Stuff, the podcast you're currently listening to. Griffin and Holden are not just some of my closest friends. They're more like my brothers at this point. 
and I want to do everything I can to make sure that the art that they make gets seen. So, with that said, Apple and Spotify care a lot about ratings and reviews for new podcasts. It tells them that people are enjoying the show, and also it tells the app to recommend funny stuff to new listeners. Please, please, please take a quick moment to just like and review funny stuff. I can't overstate how much it helps our boys. Also, recommend funny stuff to your friends, your family, your mailman, your dog. There's a little bit of something in this show for everyone. Funny stuff is still very new, and word of mouth is the best advertising there is. Last but not least, check out our new website. You can find it linked in the description of this episode or at biopunkmedia.card.co. Card is spelled with two R's. That's biopunkmedia.card.co for social media links, episode transcripts, and all things biopunk. And that covers it. Drink water today if you haven't. Remember that you are so loved, at least by me, and probably the boys too. And enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back. What's the difference between a cop and a bullet? I don't know. What? When a bullet kills someone, you know it's been fired. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Topical. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, all right. Griffin, what was your least favorite bit? Uh, I might say the talking about girls with gay friends kind of bit, because... That one is my least favorite bit. It did have a touch of the homophobia. It also just kind of felt meandering, and, like, it mm-hmm. didn't have much of a point to it. Yeah, I You I could agree. cut that out, and nothing would be missing from Yeah, country. honestly, you get rid of that bit, and you got a nice, like, cool, like, 45... Yeah. Uh, thirty to forty-five minute long special, and it's you're it was, big chilling. It was, it just like it wasn't funny. It wasn't that funny. There weren't any good jokes in there, and you know, obviously, the touch of the homophobia. Yeah, I feel like it had very little going for it. Um, and if it was reworked, I think it could be like better. Um, but also like, I don't think I think it's it's not worth the trouble to like exactly, rework exactly. it to try and get it to make it better like you just just cut it's it. not that good of a premise it's not that good of a premise like, it's not that funny it's just okay it's just it's 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 not even okay it's not okay it's it's just not good yeah it's just not good what was your favorite bit oh you know there's a big variety because there were there were bits where i was like i think this is my favorite bit and it was like kind of earlier on and then i was like damn this might be my favorite bit I think I got to say my favorite bit was probably when he, the beginning, his very opening one, mm-hmm. which also I love how quickly it started. Like you get the Netflix, <laughs> but dumb and he's immediately in there doing, yeah, doing a, lo- a lot of specials have been opening like that lately. I like it. I think it's, you know, why if you don't have anything interesting to say with like, kind of like a little thing, like how Bo Burnham and make happy walks to the venue with clown makeup on (laughs) and he looks super sad and depressed and like he wants to kill himself. Like unless you're doing something kind of artsy fartsy like that or something stupid, like uh, John John Mulaney in, is it kid gorgeous or is it comeback kid where he's walking around the whole venue? Kid gorgeous. All right. There's, there's the one where he's walking around the kid gorgeous. I think he's walking around the venue because that one's at radio city music hall. Mm -hmm. And then there's the one with Petunia. 
the one for Tunia, yeah. where she says, you will die on August 24th, 2035. Um, <laughs> but I like his first bit because he keeps making fun of Louis C.K. throughout it. Yeah, like, that was good shit. Because he's talking about Louis C.K. in like 2013, 2014. And he, and he <laughs> I just love how often he says the word now at the time. <laughs> I just think that's a really funny bit. And I think it goes to a very interesting place. And I just think it's a good, a good, funny story. I am always a sucker for dead dad jokes. Dead dad jokes, yes, but that actually wasn't my favorite. Also, oh, jerking okay. off jokes. Yeah, the jerking off. Part he had was some. He had funny. some pretty good jerk off yeah. jokes in there. Uh, my favorite bit <laughs> might be when he, he's he, you know, he has this kind of meandering uh, style, mm-hmm. and. He's talking. He's talking about Dan Crenshaw, and he says something about like fucking during the special, and then he goes, "Hold on, I want to do something." And he looks directly in the camera, and he's like, "Congrats on fucking." He's like, "I've always wanted a Netflix yeah. special to do that." Um, just gonna keep that in the back of my mind. <laughs> I yeah. Um, some good dead dad jokes, some good nine eleven jokes, some good jerk off jokes. Overall, some pretty good stuff. Yeah. So. Holden. Hmm. You know, let's just go with this one. Out of ten dead dads. <laughs> I feel like we've used that one before. Who cares? Out of ten dead dads, would you write this special? I'll give it like a six and a half. I'll seven. agree. I'm gonna give actually I'm gonna give it a six. I'm okay. gonna give it a six. I thought it was good. I think Pete Davidson is charming. I think Pete Davidson is a is funny. I don't think he's a good public speaker. I think he is funny. But I also, it was under 45, it was under 50 minutes. I still kind of feel like it dragged a little bit. I hardcore disagree with you on that one, but hey, that's just my opinion. That's just like my opinion, man. Um, I Yeah, I, I'd give it like a six and a half. I think it was, I, I genuinely think it was pretty good. It has that one bit, like I said, like you don't really need it. You cut it out. And I think you got a pretty, a pretty decent one. And you know what? The fact that it's less than an hour really does help me out. Like mm-hmm. personally, like if this was any longer, I probably would have hated it. Yeah. If it was any longer, it probably would have, would have been not too great, but you know, you never know because maybe it would have been filled with like an extra 10, 20 minutes of really good shit. You don't fucking, you know, whatever. I don't know. I, Just my, purely off vibes. My Yeah. Going with vibes, going off of his... some guys are boob guys. Some guys are butt guys. I'm more of a vibes guy. <laughs> Um, I it's less it yeah I'm going off of vibes, but I also think his comedic styling, his rambling, incoherent, bad public speaking, would have wore worn really thin over any longer period than he got. So that brings us to the end of talking about the special. But before we go, Griffin, what funny this week? So. I got a text from friend of the pod, Joe, at on Monday, mm-hmm. quarter after 10 in the morning, mm-hmm. I'm at work and I get a text from Joe. I am terrified right now. Your mother's breasts sag with such severity that the late great surrealist artist Salvador Dali mistook them for clocks. Follow up text. I mean, good morning.
That is a Bo Burnham joke. Oh, it is? But the good morning part, the part after, that I think is fully Joe Henry. Yeah. But the Salvador Dali breast mother thing, that's a sentence. Um, <laughs> that, yeah, that's a Bo Burnham joke. I just, I, I was not expecting it. He, he, I, I didn't respond for a little while and he thought he went too far. And I was like, no, I just, I just don't have time to respond at work because right. I'm fucking busy. Uh, but yeah, uh, he'll be back soon. And yeah, he, I, I've been saying some out of pocket shit recently in discord chats and in real life. And I feel like no one is responding to it. <laughs> the other day I put into our, our friend discord, um, I'm not a femme boy. I'm a femme man. <laughs> and no one said anything. You gotta, you gotta learn to appreciate emojis. Cause sometimes I do appreciate something those. to say. Um, but nothing, and no one, no one noticed that my name changed from Cuckmaster General to uh, Bram Stroker. I did not notice that. No, I think I don't think I noticed. I'm really it. upset because that's three names now that I'm super proud of that I have on Discord, and I don't have enough servers to where I can have those names. Because before I was Cuckmaster General, I was Gamer Girl Bathwater Salesman. <laughs> And then I was Cuckmaster General. Cuckmaster General, I think, is my favorite. Yeah, and in in a in a different Discord, I'm uh I'm your girlfriend's boyfriend. <laughs> I didn't notice that you had changed it to Brand Stroker because I, I don't know if you'd said anything until today. Uh, whatever or whatever. Anyway, uh, thank you. So that brings us to the end of the episode. Thank you so, so, so much for listening. We hope that you were able to laugh at us, if not laugh with us. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, great thoughts, personal epiphanies, requests, or recommendations, feel free to reach out to us at funnystuff.pod at gmail.com uh, or find us on Instagram at funny.stuff.pod. Holden, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at donutdaddy, donut underscore daddy. And we will be back next week with Kyle Kinane's special, Trampoline in a Ditch, which is available on YouTube. Once again, thank you so, so, so much for listening, and we will see you next time on The Clown Show. Bye-bye.